iTunes and Stitcher. Don't forget to rate and review us. Please tell your friends. Uh, I'd like to thank Amazon for being a sponsor. You already shop on Amazon. You know it's easy. So please help us out. Go to positivesarcasm.com and click on either the Amazon link or the banner that's at the bottom of the homepage. It costs you nothing, but every purchase you make helps support the entire PS universe. We appreciate your support, and please tell a friend. Did you Damn, it's know? hot out. Did you guys know I bought a ton of stuff? on Amazon lately and I had never once thought until this moment that I should probably go through the yeah, link. Don't you buy like a book don't you buy like a book every fucking I got about seven something? books in one. You know what's a really, days. really good idea? What's that? Not telling me that you did that. Um, also if you have questions or comments, go to the contact page at positivesarcasm.com or definitely hit us up on Twitter at POS Sarcasm. I've been blowing some shit up uh, on Twitter lately. I met um, been talking to Ali Webster uh, shout out to at Ali Webster and at Austin Heckman, a uh, lovely couple who works out down in the Tewksbury, uh, the Tewksbury gym. Uh, look forward to meeting them someday uh, down the road. I recommended a couple supplements to them, but we'll get to that shit later. Either way, in the beginning, uh, beginning of this, uh, Mark and Shane are here. Um, Mark and I have a certain love for a movie that was made back in 1987 called RoboCop. Was it Peter Weber? Weller. Weller, excuse me. And uh, no idea. I, Paul Verhoeven, the director, uh, he's also, he also did uh, Basic Instinct. He did uh, Starship Troopers. What else did oh, he do, yeah, Mark? Starship Troopers. Let's put that in the same category. Yeah, as I know. Well, it was off the top of my head. I don't and, then, and then the bitches come in and they say, bitches leave. And the bitches leave. And then the bitches leave. This guy's blowing coke off their like, chest or something. All right, you know what? Let's start with the first one. Nice. Let's start with 1987's RoboCop. You're right. RoboCop is, is this nice. A, is, this a, is this a really good picture right here of uh, a door? Yeah. Yeah. That's what, that's what a door should have supposed to look like. Who's a – oh. That stupid movie that we watched like seven, oh, seven yeah, yeah, podcasts yeah. ago. Or, All right. Wait. Five 1980, podcasts ago? Talk, yeah. 1987. Yep. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven's RoboCop. What about it? It was a movie. Talk about Do it. Do you have thoughts on it? Yeah, I liked it. Uh Shane's never seen it, have you? No, I saw it a long time ago, and I don't remember much except for it scared the shit out of me when yeah. I was a kid. It's a gritty... It's I mean, gritty, I loved it, but it was gritty. It's a gritty movie. It makes you feel dirty. You might want to take a shower afterwards. Uh, it's real. It's like Detroit. They're like Detroit in the future, and it actually looks like <laughs> Detroit now. Detroit right now. Yeah, which is kind of funny because that never happens in movies, right? Can you say like, that that was one of the best action movies of the 80s? Probably, yeah. I mean, I was only seven when it came out, but I, if I was seven and I saw that movie, it probably would fuck me up for life. So, Can you say that that was one of the best soundtracks of the 80s? I don't know. The, the RoboCop theme alone is badass. So that, on, based on that one little hook, I would say yes. Dun, 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 you know what's funny is, like, everybody that was in that movie really didn't have... None of them really became A-listers. Was Abe Vigoda in it? No, he was not in it. <laughs> well, I mean, you got... Uh, was it Kurt Kurtwood Smith, right? Played, I apologize. Yeah, Kurtwood Smith played Clarence Bodiger. Would he? Yeah, he'd be considered an A-lister. He's sure. a TV. He's not an A-lister. I, I, he's a TV guy. Like he had very successful, you know, run with that '70s show as the, as the dad, Red, who's hysterical. Uh, there's another guy. Um, 
Oh, shit. What was his name? One of the villains did, uh... Stop showing me pictures, Shane. Yeah, like, come on, guys. Come on. Focus. Those nudie photos right there. But, I mean, you got, like, Peter Weller, who was, like, a sci-fi guy for a little while. Um, he was in Screamers. He did a couple other weird-ass things. Screamers? Yeah, I remember um, Screamers. CGI was terrible. Yeah, and then, oh, Miguel Ferrer, I think, Ferrer? Yeah, Ferrer. he was an alias with Jennifer Garner. Yeah, he's, all, he's also in NCIS LA currently, so, I mean, the guy's got a pretty good um, He did okay. run for TV shows. I mean, Peter Weller, saw him in a couple other movies. Nancy Allen, who plays Lewis, who actually totally changed that character in the new movie, which I thought was weird. Who was Lewis in the new uh, movie? Jerry Lewis there, the, his <clears> partner. <throat> oh, the right guy on. that gets in the hospital. I got um, your back. Yeah, and then you got a couple other guys that have been, you know, in stuff here once in a while. Ray Ray Weiss, who plays one of the goons, is actually plays uh, Ro- Robin's dad on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, sweet! Right? Robin, Remember that yeah. guy right there? Yeah. So that guy's been. In, oh, you got. And then you got the guy that played uh, Paul McCrane, who was in ER for a long time. Uh, I can't remember his name, but he played that doctor that everybody fucking hated. Okay, it's basically was, freaks and geeks. Fact of the matter. Yeah. I mean, was this a movie that needed to be remade? Uh, well, no. granted, granted, this movie, the original RoboCop, had two sequels, both of which were absolutely horrible. Terrible. They're bad. Yeah. Um, Comparing them to basically Batman and Robin and Batman Forever, they were that bad. They were bad. Like, RoboCop 2 actually had Peter Weller as RoboCop, but the third one had a totally different guy, and they rarely ever took the mask off. Batman yeah. was in the new RoboCop. Moving on. Um, so, okay. Christian Bale? No. You mean the, Terminator? No, the original one. Oh, you mean Michael Keaton? Yeah. Yeah. There's a little segue. Did no, you guys just stare at me like an asshole? No, Batman was on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All One right. of the original Batman. I ask again. Why was this movie remade? Uh, this is where Hollywood's going. They tried to take something good, and they tried to make it They tried to make mm-hmm. it better. Um, I don't think it was. No, it was all right. Um, I mean, I, what I similar, it was similar, right? Obviously, it was similar. Same name, Alex Murphy, same concept, suit was similar, you know, based in the same city. They changed the plot a little bit. Um, you know, in, in the original one, he was transferred over to this precinct because he wanted to get a little more action. He was like a really good cop, you know, but he wanted to help crack down on crime. So he asked to be transferred to that precinct. Uh, got partnered up with, with Lewis, who in the original one was a female. And then I think on their first job, their first job, they had a car chase, led to a warehouse or some type of thing, and he ended up, that was what happened, where he ended up getting, like, brutally, like, shot, shot, shot and shot the yeah. fucked up. That's what scared me when I was and a kid. And it was, like, one of the most gruesome, <clears throat> gory scenes I've ever seen in a movie. And villain played by, uh, the lead villain played by Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, this guy was just a badass, like, super villain type guy. He was just, Clarence Bodiger, you know, he was just fucking... Like, you know, the worst bad guy ever, who I think in this movie, his his counterpart or the guy that they tried to make Clarence Boniger was the Maddox guy, played by, uh, what the hell's his name? Oh, shit, I can't think of his name. Long, long hair, McGillicuddy. No, it was, because uh, I'm terrible at this and I can't think of names. Noted. I thought Jay Burchell was hilarious, though. Oh, Jackie Earl Haley. That's the guy who played that Maddox guy, Matt Tux. So I think that was kind of like the Clarence Boniger type guy in this movie, but he was like a played a government role as opposed to a villain. Um, the one thing that really pissed me off about this movie, and I, and I made this comment several times while I was watching it, was I did not like how they tried to like get this whole like like family feel to it. I think like this wholesomeness where the original RoboCop was like they said they said Alex Murphy was dead, right? 
They turned him into RoboCop. They wiped his memory. They wiped anything of human residence that was left of him and completely got rid of it. Like, remember when they were like, we were able to save a hand, and the guy's like, no, fuck that. Cut it off. Get rid of it, right? In this one, he had one real, like, real hand, like, you know, they saved. Uh, they did that, and then they also they didn't wipe his memory. Like, they brought him, like, they introduced him to his wife. Like, like how is that? How, like, I mean, that was weird. Now that I think it's about like, it. uncomfortable. Now that I think about it, though, it's a little bit more compelling because it adds an element to it that wasn't in the first one. Whereas, like, it, that, that way they could show that, like, the doctor was starting out for a noble cause, but then... You know, because of the pressure of fame and money, he started stripping away more and more of his personality. Show it showed a little bit. You know, it, sh- it showed yeah. that the guys that were making him were bad guys. And right, it brings that level of depth. Like, yeah, like you're saying, which is cool. Like I understand that, and it kind of like kind of modernizes a little bit. But like the original is like one of those cult classics that everybody likes the way it was done. Yes, it was. It was almost like the reverse though. In the original, they wiped him of everything and. But somehow the human in him came out at the end and came out and, and, and broke through that to say, listen, and, and no matter what happens, humans will always prevail. And that's kind of what that was. Like they did this and this, like what you're saying, they stripped down the layers, yeah. which, I, which that, that's, you know, that's, that's an interesting take on it as well. They stripped them, they stripped them of, his, of his human ability in a way. But then ultimately it still won out. Mm-hmm. But I think that it happened so quickly in this movie that it was like, I don't know. I just in the other one, it just seemed to flow smoother. This one, I feel like tried to force that issue a little bit. Um, there was a lot of build up, build up, build up to him actually being RoboCop. Like there was a long mm-hmm. intro to stuff, a long await, a long pile of a long training of, of him being RoboCop. And then in the actual time, it was very fast. It was here now. He's a machine. He has no feeling. But literally, like he turned around that quickly when he saw his wife and all this stuff. And then he solved his murder within three seconds and. It was just another thing too, though, that I thought was cool was uh, with them giving him his memories as well. They they were able to start out and show how much of a mind fuck that would have been for yeah. a human being because like oh the guy God. he like freaked the hell out, which makes complete sense. Like mm-hmm. they did add that element to it where it wasn't just I'm now a robot. It was like what the hell did you guys no, do? To you're me? right. They they were kind of like. It, that movie, the original didn't have that, you know, yeah. like it was a very, and that was cold, a cool, that was a cool element. I thought, yeah, it was a very cold movie where like they didn't, they didn't humanize it. And this, they really did. Like they really brought in that human element. You're right. Mm-hmm. They really kind of pushed that human versus machine element where you didn't get a lot of that in the first one. The first one was very direct, very, you know, this is what it is. This is him. It was stripped him of everything. And then he fought back at the end to, 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 to ultimately like show it, but he never got to see his family in the first one again you know like yeah. his wife thought he died in the line of duty they sold their house you know it's he goes to the house when it's up for sale and stuff as opposed to his wife still being there and agreeing to doing this and all this stuff which i mean it shows that like you know it, it goes it does give that wholesome family feel or like you know you can fight through anything you know i guess i, I think the whole i think wholesome is a bit of a strong word for that though like it wasn't like they were trying Determination, to make, maybe they weren't trying to make it like a disney movie they were like they, they they did show like the the wife did a good job of being like what the hell are you guys doing like freaking out on things yeah because she was like no I signed up this thing to save my husband and yeah. basically she gets a head a face a fake brain some funky ass looking lungs and how and sweet ass was that when they took away all of his body and it was I, just that the creeped lungs. me out that, was that creeped me out it was just basically it was like his face and his brain. It and wasn't then, even his brain; it was a fake brain. They, well, like, part of it was. Part of it was his. <clears throat> and then they had his lungs in like some kind of 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle yeah. crane scenario yeah. with like yeah. the breathing in the in the glass tube. It, the CGI was fantastic. Yeah, was cool. Like you could see his throat moving while he was talking. Like mm-hmm. it was basically just like I don't know. It was just. And I thought uh, Samuel Jackson did a good job as uh, Fox News representative, even though he wasn't Fox News. It was like <laughs> it was kind of funny too because like. You could tell that they were talking about the Novak report yeah, or something. They were talking it. about how the news now is cited so far one way that they cut off the uh, governor when he was trying to say something and yeah, yeah. completely cut him off. And yeah, yeah, he did a good funny. job because like the original one was all about weird commercials and they were doing funny, funky ass shit, you know, and they were like, like SPF, every single day, like they were doing SPF like 15,000 because <laughs> the sun, the, the yeah, but those made it comedic, it made it kind of funny, it right? Kind of, it kind of right. lightened the issue. The it fact, needed the something. movie was so dark and a parody of itself, it was funny to have those commercials in the in the ca- cast of random characters, like the I'll buy that for a dollar type of character, right? And I was just gonna say that too, like, yeah, that that brought in some comic relief and said, okay, here's like the funny side of stuff, even though this is a dark, gritty, disgusting movie. This one was very like the future was a little bit cleaner. It was like, you know, it wasn't as, like, the other one looked like a future that was, like, just in shambles. This one looked like a future. What's that but... called? Dystopian? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, that's right. a bad, that's like, that's like the big uh, word nowadays for every movie it's that like comes every, out. like every book I've read ever yeah. recently. All right. So you're saying that's what the original one looked like that. Yeah. The new one was, like, violent, but it was, like, modern. It was, like, nice stuff. They had, like, the technology was really like the other yeah, when they say when they, when they use the word dystopian, there's always some form of chaos or over control that's being used. Yeah, and that's how the first one. Like with the, with the purge, the purge is considered dystopian. The Hunger Games is considered dystopian. Robocop, yeah. because of the of uh, OCP, the corporate company that was eventually going to was sponsoring basically the the police departments, that's considered dystopian. But in this one, OCP wasn't really sponsoring the police department. I feel like it was almost like they were because they didn't have those droids and the air droids. In the original one, it was just they those, didn't have anything actually. It was just they those, just had the Ed Two Hundred Nine. Yeah, that's all they had. That and that, that, was, that that mecha- that mech warrior basically. Yeah, that was their original first try at it. It's this, pretty badass how he had to fight like thirty of them in this one though. Yeah, and he fought one in the other yeah. one. Uh, but there was like some things that happened. Like there was, they changed it a little bit. I think in this one they saved the right hand. I think was the hand that they were talking about in the movie. In the original one that they that they were trying to save, so they that you have that parody, I guess, if you want to call it. Or why would they save it though? To humanize it, to, to because that's what they wanted to save it in the first one. But then they're like, no, we want this to be a complete machine, wipe it clean, yeah. right? Uh, they saved it in this one because they were trying to make it man and machine. Uh, plus, I think they're just trying to mix it up a little bit from the first one. You know, they dropped the three classic. I think there's at least three classic lines in this one that were in the first one, like, you know, dead or alive, you're coming with me. Um, Joey pointed out I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. Wouldn't buy that. Yeah, he said I wouldn't buy that for a dollar. And the other guy was like, I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> right? Um, then there was another one, too, when he was like, you know, I can't think of it. it, was, it I thought Jay Burchell did a really good job. He was kind of funny. Yeah. He was like the comic relief that didn't get a lot of comic relief. He's funny, though. Yeah, he try, like they tried to bring him in as like the funny guy, but like he only had one or two lines <laughs> that I was like kind of laughed at, but it was kind of tough. Like, yeah. He had a, it was a tough role for him to... I mean, not for him, but he still has they, that boy. Right? They didn't write it like that. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah. like the young, charismatic, like you know, smart guy that she could have some more, a little bit more funnier lines. But you know, he, he I like him. So um, it's good to see him doing well. When I first saw <clears throat> RoboCop, it was like two a.m. in the morning. I was asleep. <laughs> it was asleep in front of the TV. When it first, when it, like when I was a little bit younger, obviously after it came out, the original RoboCop woke me up 
from a sound sleep. Boner. This one, <laughs> this re this reboot, put me to sleep. Yeah, it's too bad you didn't get to okay, fall asleep the last hour. This it's dedication right there. No, this movie. Um, why do it? Obviously, I'm not a pro. I don't have a problem with reboots. I don't. I, I saw the new Godzilla. I thought it was great. I, I mean, obviously, that was a, a, a sci-fi movie that was deserving of a remake because it's been poorly redone over and over. It's and been over. remade like fucking three hundred times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Matthew Broderick. Um, yeah. As far as the, <laughs> the there was a coldness to the first RoboCop, but that coldness brought the emotion. I like the fact that he had to go out of his way to go to his old house to see where his family used to live that was for sale and there was nothing there and all the memories were coming back and then he's walking through and then the music sets in and he gets angry and he oh. goes back to the database and he finds out actually what happens to him he reads the database yep. finds out that he was killed in action gets all pissed out walks right through everybody gets into that piece of shit uh, Ford Taurus there blasts through the parking lot Bombs out yeah there was love that the uh, the characters in the new one in my opinion are hollow versions of the original the original had better comedy. The original had... You slept through half of it. How would you even know? Like I said, in the beginning. Yeah, the but first the, Robocop... The last, the last hour of this the movie. The first Robocop movie, woke first me up. The yeah. second Robocop... This Robocop put me to sleep. The CGI for everything that it was really didn't impress me that much. I like that part in the I original... Thought was, I thought it was good. The original uh, um, Robocop when he goes to the house and he's finds out that it's for sale. Yeah. And then you hear Phil Collins start singing, Take a look at me now. Is that a video on that? No, I don't know. Did you just make that Wouldn't up? Wouldn't that be awesome if that was the case, though? No, that didn't happen. And no. I do have an issue with movies. When when you, when you the original is rated R, and then they have to dumb it down to PG-13, That I, I take offense to that. What? Because that it, they this movie was strictly, in my opinion, a cash cow. That's yeah, all they that's, wanted all, that's why they remade it. To make, that's what to every movie. They tried to, made to they make made it, try to make it look better and to make money and probably make another one. I mean, it wasn't a horrible movie, but it, it's like when you see a movie and you're like, that movie's awesome. And then you're like, oh, I wish they could make a remake of that. Like, you, They did everything that you wanted them to do in a remake. It just wasn't as good as you think it's going to be. And it wasn't as good as – it's not that the movie wasn't good. It was just that when, I, when I'm like, okay, they should remake this movie because now they can make it look better – and you were, you're like, I hope they keep this, 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 and this. They did do that. They did. They kept that, that, you know, this, that, and that in the movie. But it just wasn't as good as I imagined it to be. But yet they did everything that I would want them to do in a remake, which, which is kind of, which is a, kind of a bummer. I like that part where he shoots the uh, bad cop too. That was pretty sweet. When the guy's sitting down. Yeah, the yeah. guy started pulling the gun on him and just shoots him, like, and then wicked fast. The other like... guy gives up and he shoots him with a taser. Yeah, you can that was him now. Yeah, that was pretty funny. <laughs> How much CGI was in the first one? There was, Probably a, yeah, none. there was Ed 209, the, the, the mech warrior that he, that he battled a couple times. Yeah, but even that was probably like a miniature robot. That was like claymation. That was basically like a claymation. I don't, there was 1987. Or, they didn't have CGI Stop, in start movement. Stop, start. Uh, special effects. And, but, but besides that, the rest of it, the explosions were real. The gunfire was real. Uh, and there was more human characters. Instead of him fighting robots, it was more human characters. Yeah. The rioting... Looked pretty damn. And real, like how it? Brandon Lee died filming it, it was crazy. Uh, <laughs> no, but like that's the, a good movie. We should watch that again. Like the oh, first one, what's that? Fucking crow. The crow. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, I like that movie. Um, but the original one, like you know, Peter Weller was wearing like that massive suit. In this movie, like the guy, he might have had something on, but I can guarantee it was made out of metal. You know, and it was just all. I mean, the suit looked cool. I didn't like the all black. 
Oh, I liked it. I'm glad they went back to the silver at the end, but the build up they did the have build to up do to the... the machine, the build up to him, like it's too much. In the original, it, it was a slow build up to him, like his his uh his uniform, his face, the helmet, and it was cool, and it was there was a a, a masculine presence to him when they when he finally first appears, and the and the fact that he was cold and mechanical and didn't originally have any feeling or memory is what made it awesome. And then when it slowly comes back, you really feel like you're starting to get to know Peter Weller's right. character. Or what was it? Lewis Murphy. Peter, right? Peter Weller. Alex Murphy. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that's kind of like what I was saying. Like, where this they, one, they did it's it just, reverse, it's like, they kind okay. of dropped it in. He got blown up. We'll stick him in a suit, send him out there with special effects. Yeah, I don't know. I think they tried to build up a little too much into it. I mean, they showed off a lot with the special effects. And so like, hey, look what we could do in this one that you couldn't do in the first one. I, I just think it was, I mean, it was, it was for a shock value. You know, all of a sudden, that part, I was like, wow, that's fucked up. It was basically just a fucking a remake. The first one was, movie. yeah. The first one was graphic, <clears throat> but it was gra- very graphic for its time and is still very graphic for now. Yeah, I mean. When he this, got shot to pieces, I mean, that was, yeah. That was awakening. I mean, this movie essentially had almost everything the first one had. And I mean, in, you know, the first one, Clarence Boniger blows off his left arm, right? Uh, and then at the end of the movie, instead of Clarence doing it, RoboCop shot his own arm off. So, um, and that's kind of what, that's kind of a point that caught me, like where he shoots himself in the left arm, the same exact spot that happened to him in the first movie. Yeah. Uh, so he did it this time. And then you have almost the same thing happening at the end, where he has the code where he cannot kill any any officer of OCP. This one they have the red band effect or the the, the red asset, right? The bracelets with the red buzz. People are assets you can't kill them. Um, it had a different plot with the way he di- with the way he became RoboCop, like what happened to him. You know, the first one didn't have the police corruption in it. I don't think. I think it had more of like it was more drugs. It was and, more political. And he died trying to do his job, as opposed to, you know, crooked cops trying to silence him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the first one was all about like, you know, OCP wanting to to, to create this weapon. You know, they, they failed a bunch of times. They finally made one. Then they saw how he was going off protocol, going off. You know, Rogan, it, you know, with it coming back as a human, and they wanted to shut him down. They tried to shut him down, but they couldn't. And ultimately, goes after what, Dick Jones or whatever it was, the guy that was yeah, like Dick wanted, Jones, the head. Of, uh, the, he was in the cha- he was the chairman on the uh, right. OCT so board. Basically, Dick Jones is Peter Sellers or whatever in this movie. And then you got the chick who creates RoboCop in the first one is what's his face? Um, Baruchella Keaton. No, not no, neither. Oh, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman was that woman. And then you have the Miguel Ferreira in this one is equivalent to that the the chick the um, was the girl was the woman in this movie the one that was with them but she was like the the pushy one you know so they kind of parallel the same characters change the sexes change the names the, you know the, the, it was that one doctor who had like the connection with RoboCop in the first one Gary Oldman was that guy was the was that character in this one who that connection with RoboCop I mean they had the similar characters there. Gary Oldman, I thought, was really good in this. I like, he's good in like everything I see him in, I feel like. He's just really, I think he's awesome. Um, blah, 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 right? Uh, so, let me make a comparison. No, I, I just don't. <laughs> you ever see that commercial? Oh, it's yeah, It's like yeah, a photo. Yeah. like, that's the internet. Blah, 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 <laughs> blah, blah. Let me make a comparison. Two movies you hold very dear. Batman. The Michael Keaton. Yeah, movie. that I like that one a okay. lot. Okay. It was really good, right? Especially yeah. for its time. Yeah, I think it still is good. All right. How about... Batman Begins. I like Batman Begins. All right. Were those movies in any way identical to each other? No. 
Now, no way. Would you say that in a lot of ways the new RoboCop was just trying to emulate the old one? Yeah, that's what I said. Haven't yeah. I said that? Yeah. Kind of. So when you make a copy of a copy, it's not as good as the original. I didn't. Yeah, it wasn't what I. It was. If I was gonna. If I was gonna say. If I was gonna make RoboCop, I would have done it. Completely different, right? No, no, no. I would have done it with the things that they dropped in this movie to pay homage to the original. I just wasn't a fan of some of the plot lines that they took in the direction that they went. If there's a second one, which I think there might be, I think it might be better than this one. Um, I think they set it up for a sequel. I think that they tried to make it their own, but also put in some of the older movie, which, I mean, was okay. I mean, I don't know. I mean... It's like when they redid The Office for the American version. It yeah, was basically yeah. the first episode was basically the same exact script as the first episode. And you like the original better, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean the, the first episode of the American one sucked ass. I mean, okay, so RoboCop was done in 1987. This new one, 2014 or whatever it was. Obviously, this one looks better. Looks better. It has like like a more colorful feel to it. But the original one's the original one, and it's the original for a reason. That's kind of, I mean, what what rating would you give the original? I don't know, four. It's really good. It's just a good movie. It's like, I don't know, because it gives you feeling, and you and you have a and you have a, a literal feeling of, of like kind of like. Ugh. When was the last time you rewatched it? I probably haven't seen that movie, the original, like a year ago. I probably watched. Oh, it. right on. It's probably on. Like no, if it's on. <clears throat> If it's, it's on, on like, you watch it. If it's on a movie channel, like a premium channel, and it's right at the beginning, I'll watch it if I haven't seen it in a while because it's rewatchable. It has like Dark Knight replay value. Yeah, it's a, it's just a gritty, like gruesome movie that you love to be disgusted by. It. Like it's so ahead of its time. It's kind of like the original Total Recall. Okay, like I wanted to make this comparison too. The original Total Recall was Total Recall. It's awesome because it's Arnold, right? And it's fucking just crazy. The new one that they remade, I kind of put the original RoboCop and the original Total Recall together, and then you could take this new RoboCop movie and the new Total Recall movie and put them together. Because, like, the first two, the, first, the original ones that were done in the late 80s, early 90s, or whatever it was, had the same feel to them. These two movies, the new RoboCop and the new Total Recall, have the same feel to it. It's techier, it's more mechanical, there's more robots, there's more artificial intelligence. They keep the same, they keep the guy, the main character, the same, same name, same similar story of how he becomes who he is or where he's going. They change everything else around him, but they keep some characters the same. You know, they keep the woman with the brown hair. They keep his wife in the in Total Recall, they, and then they change everybody else, right? They get rid of Richter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, how about the girl with the three breasts? They kept her in this movie. That was like, they paid homage to the old movie by putting her in this. Just like in the new RoboCop, they dropped in a couple of those lines that were in the original. And they dropped in a quick picture of the old RoboCop uniform and transformed it quickly on the screen. Jay Urojo comes in and he's like, the kids love it. It's transformable. You know, and it showed oh, the old right RoboCop on. picture. There was suit on the screen <clears> transforming <throat> into the new sleeker, leaner one. I didn't realize that was the and, um, old one. It was kind of like they, they did a couple things to say, yes, we are giving nod to the original saying we'd respect it by dropping this in there but yeah we're changing it and making it ours so would i watch it again if it was on hbo or if it was on you know something and i and i was flipping through nothing else was on i'd probably watch it again yeah i'll give the original four i'll give this one a three i mean it's it's in the middle it's not it's not bad enough to get a two but it's not good enough to get a four so yeah it was fine i would say c <laughs> like 
Yeah, I give it like a nothing. C plus. Yeah. I mean, it's not. If I was gonna go numbers, yeah, I give the original like a really high B plus. It was it was entertaining but, enough for sure. And, yeah, and it, it kept, kept me up. It kept me interested. I mean, it was fine. But yeah, it just wasn't the greatest movie ever. But you guys know me though. I'm not like huge into action. I, I like action movies, but I just take them for what they are. It's like, okay, that was that, and then I'm yeah. Out. There's some there's some action movies that you have really gotten your attention though, like Pacific Rim blew you to pieces. You loved Eagle Eye. Yeah, Eagle Eye was pretty cool. That was more suspense though. Yeah, but uh, but it, the, these are movies that kept moving, kept you yeah. and you were involved. You were like, okay. Right, I mean, RoboCop's not meant to be. It's not meant nah. to be like, well, it's a thinker, you know. It's not. You know f- what RoboCop was meant to do? RoboCop was meant to make a few million dollars and then go, all right, and then you move on. Yeah, like the original was like, you know, maybe I know, like they tried to make a TV show. Did they really? That's based <laughs> off the original one. It's called like RoboCop, like Teen. Uh, no, it was called something else. It was weird, but like it went to high school. It only lasted like five episodes. It was really bad. Yeah, I would give it like a three, whatever. It's called Oh RoboCop Prime Directives. It's like a little <laughs> TV miniseries back in two thousand. That star uh, Abe Vigoda. I guess when you break it no. down, when you're if you're gonna watch RoboCop, just watch the old one. The old one was better. Why would you bother wasting your time watching the new one when you could just watch the old one? The old one had better. The old one had a uh, uh, better soundtrack. Had more emotion. It was rated R. So why would why would you cheat yourself out of a few extra you know you know a few extra scenes that would be more palatable to an, to an adult? This movie was basically like I might as well just been playing a video game. I give the old one a four. The the old one had replay value. It was fun. It didn't need a lot of CGI. Everything was on actual ground. They were walking on actual pavement. They were dealing with real people. That was real fire, except for maybe the Ed two hundred nine uh, robot. The rest of it was real. This one was all about CGI. And see, yeah. I'm cool with CGI. I'll, I'll eat up Pacific Rim all day, you know, every day. Yeah, but that's Pacific Rim. It's not emulating anything. But this one, it just doesn't do anything for me. It, it, I, 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 like, I like Jose Padilla, the director. I like all the actors, obviously. I'm a big Samuel L. Yeah, Jackson fan. They... But you know what? To me, this, if this is not worth – if this is not better than watching the, the original – then you're no better than a two-star movie. But it's not... It's not worth it's, my time. It's basically Hollywood showing off being like, look what we can do 20 years later, or even was almost 30 years later. You know, it's like... It's just... Yeah, I mean, you it is what it I is. I mean, honestly, you can't... With all the advantages of today's Hollywood, you can't make a movie that cost... A, you can't make a better movie than the one that cost like a quarter of the budget originally? No. I mean, I don't know. It's just... I, mean, I don't know. It's alright. I mean, I'm not, I'm not reading about it. That movie was just basically what it was. It wasn't it was. terrible. It, wasn't. it, wasn't, it, it was wasn't. too, it was It was like, I mean, the original one's going to hold it because we love that and we all, you know, you and I. The old Joe, one was just great. It made you it's, laugh. It was, it was, it was dirty. It had personality to it. Yeah, I mean, it I like, like I said, It was an action movie. It was like, uh, you know, it's like trying to make Lethal Weapon nowadays PG-13. Ooh, yeah, no, you can't do that. Or like when they did Beverly Hills Cop 3, which was PG-13. That's... Yeah, that's that's your remake of the original Lethal Weapon with a PG thirteen rating. Yeah, I think that's that, terrible. The, there are certain movies that 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 you can't do like that. That you, you shouldn't. This it, is one of them. This if one. They, if they made a, re- a remake of Lethal Weapon, they bet I would fly to Hollywood and fucking try to direct that shit myself. Because what is it? 
Lethal Weapon because oh. I, I want to I want to direct and write the, the remake of Lethal Weapon because Who are you going to play? Are you going to play Riggs or Murtaugh? No, I'm going to direct it because I would take the original script and I would just do exactly that with different characters. Right. Did with you? New, with new actors. Did the you, original is awesome. I'll, did play, you watch that video? I'll play Riggs then. Okay. Did you watch that video I sent you uh, yesterday on uh, over the internet about the review of the... Um, I did, I did not watch it. I, I brought it up, and it was like during the it was right when the movie started. And I clicked on it, and I saw the apes. I was like, "All right, I watch this afterwards." But I didn't watch it after the movie because I went. Yeah, to it was but. it was basically making. It was like the uh, Onions uh, movie reviewist was like, "He's like, what Hollywood? Do you think I can't take this?" He's like, "I'll eat that shit with a spoon." And he's like, "Just stick it up my ass. I don't care. I'll take whatever you got. You think I can't watch Spider Man fucking Eleven? I'll do it, Hollywood." And, and he was like screaming and yelling about how remakes are terrible and. But I like was, the Planet of the Eight ones. I don't know if these are really necessarily remakes. I think they're 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 it's uh, just prequels. Fu- it was just a funny video. They're from setting the up. They're setting up a really awesome idea, and like the remakes of the Planet of the Apes will be better than the originals because the originals were shit. Yeah. I mean they were the you know. Damn you! All right, let me get a quick promo reading real quick. Uh, I'd like to say thank you to art.com. This month, shoppers can save 25% on all orders of art, prints, posters, fine art, and more at art.com. This is valid all the way up till July 31st with the promo code 25BeachJuly. Just simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the art banner in the sponsors page. All right, guys, what do you want to move on to? You want to take a quick break or do we want to discuss something? I got something. All right, go right ahead. All right, so Wednesday night, Joseph and I went to a comedy show. Thank you for dragging me along, by the way. Yeah, I don't remember. You drove me home. Um, I it could have been because I had a few drinks, but I thought it was world's funny, greatest so. DD right here. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Like the uh, the they had a couple local openers. They had one dude from Manchester, and then they had uh, a girl from New York, and then the uh, the trio guys are like uh, uh, Dead Kevin. The, yeah, uh, Dead uh, Kevin. What is that called? Improv. Yeah, sketch probably. comedy. Excuse sketch me, sketch comedy. comedy. Yeah, they're a sketch comedy group out of uh, L.A. now, but they're I all kids in the hall. They're all local. Um, they're all originally local, like the, the blonde kids from New Hampshire, and then uh, the one dude's from Mass, and the other guys from Rhode Island. You can go to YouTube and check it out. Just look up Dead Kevin. So it's pretty fucking funny. Like they came out and they had this like hardcore rap song on. And they're like, "Oh yeah!" And like one of them standing on the table, and they're all pumping up and pumping up in the air and dancing all hardcore. And then you can tell that they start doing like the uh, cut it, like the cut it gesture, but the guy doesn't cut it. And so they keep going and they keep going. And the guy's like, cut it, cut it. And they, they keep the whole song going. And at one point, the guy's like, hey, fuck you, man. Turn it off. And he starts screaming. And one, one of the guys passes out. And he's like, what are you doing to him? Fucking cut it. And screaming and yelling at the guy. So that was a funny intro. And then they, they each did stand up, um, did a set of stand up. And then they showed a few new sketches. But I, I've seen him um, before on Tosh.0, uh, which was pretty funny. And I don't really know what to say about it except for it's How funny. you woke up. No, oh, that's fine. I got, it seems you like it. You posted some pictures online about yeah, it that I saw. I got hung over the next day randomly, which is not like me. It was – yeah, I didn't enjoy it. I um, nobody would. Yeah. But no, it was good. And uh, anybody in New Hampshire, Shaskeen does uh, open mic comedy every Wednesday. And uh, they bring in a local or a national act uh, once a month, so it's kind of cool thing to check out. That's cool. Can't go wrong with the free comedy show on a Wednesday. Cool. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with the Opie and Anthony situation right after this. Uh. 
Guys, it's the middle of summer. So, uh, that's cute. Anyways, celebrate summer solstice with sizzling deals up to 80% off the original item price. Other top deals include an additional 30% off select sale items at Solstice Sunglasses, 30% off Juicy Couture merchandise, two for $75 styles of Armani Exchange, Tommy Hilfiger, Guess, and Juicy Couture, of course. Now through the end of July, get a $25 gift card when you spend $150, a $50 gift card when you spend $200, or a $75 gift card when you spend $300 or more. No promo code needed. Simply go to PositiveSarcasm.com and find the Solstice banner in the Sponsors page. Some exclusions may apply. That's Solstice Sunglasses. Now... Sizzle. The whole idea of positive sarcasm. I like the way he says quote. Quote. Yeah, I'm trying to, trying to be more sophisticated. Juicy. What happens is when you watch too sizzle. When you watch too much Trailer Park Boys, your 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 linguistics are I was saying really go down the toilet fast. I was saying sizzle during that promo, by the sizzle? way. Sizzle. Uh-huh. So if you hear that, don't get pissed off. All right, let's get into some shitty situations sizzle. here. All right. You guys already know about Opie and Anthony. Everybody's had the whole their comments and stuff like that. And I said last week on Twitter that I would have some thoughts on it. All right. Here's what happened, just so we can rehash it. And we'll try to be as adult and calm about it as possible, because obviously at my website with my writing, my job is to defend comedy and to give the comedian a pass, no matter how stupid they may seem. But there has to be give and take on both sides. Apparently um, earlier last week, Anthony Cumia of The Opie and Anthony Show uh, was in uh, New York taking uh, photos. When apparently he, uh, in one of the photos was a uh, prostitute of African American descent. She wasn't too pleased about it, and what stemmed from that was um, an alleged assault on Anthony Cumia. Anthony Cumia is an, a licensed gun owner. He's licensed to carry. In that situation, in that type of area, uh, he would de- technically have every right to defend himself. However, since he is a celebrity. Probably not the smartest idea. In my opinion, if a prostitute in New York is going to beat you up, take your wounds and go home. The thing is, though, he's a personality. And maybe not the smartest person in the world. So we took to Twitter. Had a few comments. And here's the thing. When you start adding words like animal and jungle, and you're referring to a person who's black, generally the media has the ability to run with it. I'm not excusing his comments, but let's get to this at hand, because my job is to defend comedy, but I got three different personalities sitting at this table, and I want to know what everybody has to say, because I'm all about giving people second chances, okay? I really do mean that, but let's first stick to the basics here. Shane, can you please read the tweets that were sent out by Anthony Cumia after the alleged assault? Uh, I'll, I'll read a selection, and I want to point out that I'm not the one saying these. Well, uh, yeah, you're <laughs> quoting <laughs> tweets. Just read it out, okay, please. It says, uh, so I'm taking pictures in NYC, and a black girl who was in the frame punched me in the face. I called her a fucking cunt because that's what she was. Then she punched me five more times. She's lucky I was a white legal gun owner, or she'd be dead. Then five blacks started giving me shit. I told them to back the fuck off. This wasn't their show. Then the cunt punched me again. She seems, or it seems that white boys don't hit back. She's a lucky savage. Uh, wish a cop was around, although she would have said I sexually harassed her, the lying cunt. I hope she gets shot in her face. Fuck face. Ugh. Uh, then he goes on to say they aren't people, which is a real classy move. Uh, I'm fucking livid. If I was an illegal savage, I'd have shot her. 
the they have violence in her soul which was so predict predictable i hope she gets killed uh yeah so basically my whole thing is he has freedom of speech to say these things that are pretty fucking terrible um and i understand he's mad but you can't go on and say that uh, they aren't people. You can't go on and say, you're lucky I'm a white gun older, uh, owner. Did he say that out loud? He said it on Twitter. Oh, he didn't say it It's kind of hard to fit her. all that stuff into 140 characters. Well, I read like, about six of them. Right, okay. but did he say that to her? Like, at the incident? No, no. He called her a cunt to her face, yeah. Right, but like he didn't say the... No, I don't think Most so. Most of this stuff, Mark, is being read off of Twitter. That's yeah. what I'm saying, but he, Shane also said in that thing that he said, I told him to back the fuck off. Yeah, he did so say that. I'm asking to clarify whether or not he said... I don't that think he. I don't think he said anything racial to her at that moment. Okay, that's what I was kind of getting at. Yeah. And then he goes on to call her an animal bitch. Um, but did he mean that as an animal bitch, or did he mean it in a racist way? The switch to violent is immediate. No discussion, just violence. When will that be addressed? Oh, right, never. Slavery did it. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, you can't. I mean, so basically, there's no way around that. All right, he has freedom. Go first. He has freedom of speech. Okay. Yeah. The whole point that it boils down to is you have freedom of speech. But you don't have freedom of speech with no ramifications. Right. If you are giving out your Twitter handle on your on your radio show that is sponsored by people and that is part of a corporation, give out your Twitter hand, Twitter handle, and then you say that shit, you're in a way representing those com companies yep. and that corporation, your sponsors, and you're gonna get fucking fired. Right. If if I was going around work and saying like, body follow my fucking Facebook and then I say all this stuff on Facebook I'm gonna get fucking fired like you can't you can't get away with stuff like that and I understand he has a right to his opinion and he was pissed off but I mean that is just zero hey, class to say yeah, things like yeah, yeah. you can't bring up and I know it's our social climate I know all that stuff but you can't bring up that they're black and then say they aren't human and then go on to say it's a jungle and they're animals you can't do that now let me ask you this if he didn't use the term black if he didn't mention anything of color and he just used the term animal, do you think this would have been an issue? When it came out that she was black, yes. Yeah, if it was, if no race was discussed to begin with, he just said a woman punched him in the face. And called her a cunt. He yeah, could get away with no, that. and there was no ethnicity or whatever yeah. you want to call it brought to that, that subject or on the Twitter feed. I don't think it would be what it is. No. I don't think people would be responding as they are as a racial incident. And but I, like you said, eventually it would come out. Mm -hmm. you know the race of the of the woman and then that's when it would just probably have the same effect and i know that people say well that's dope i know there's a lot of people that say shit like that's a double standard because just because she's black and stuff like that but the fact that she's black is what gives those words an obvious a quick yeah meaning. it's a quick line it gives them a fuck the, the fact that she was black gives those words meaning calling them an animal has been something that's been happening for fucking hundreds of years and he even made the reference in there too, yeah to it so it's like and so like and, and there are certain words if she was white if there are certain words that yeah. he said about that then they certain words have cognitations depending on the race and you can't tell me he didn't say that purposefully he chose those words purposefully right. i would and you know what i can't disagree with you yeah that. he, he really chose can't. his words he knew what those words meant, and he knew the not only the reaction but also what they meant, what what they mean behind yeah, what he was saying. He obviously knew what he was talking yeah. about, so it's like not you can't, you just can't get away with shit like that. And I understand she was in the wrong, but like let's say that it was a retarded person, and 
like he a retarded person punches him because mentally min, sorry mentally handicapped person punches him because he I know I hate that word too and I just said well, it. Well, don't, in, don't worry about it. we're, we're yeah. in that we want we want this to be but in that situation honest. it would be something where it's uncontrollable in a yeah way. and and if he so, would have gone on and yeah, said oh, yeah. he would have said words about that person too I think the same outcome would have happened there's yeah him. there's certain things that you just can't and I understand there's certain demographics that you shouldn't touch. But at the same time, there's a reason. It's because they've been shit on so long that we know better as a society now. Right. And I know people are like, it's the pussification of America. Fuck that. It's called being a decent fucking human being. And I understand that girl wasn't a decent human being. But at the same time, who's to say that those five guys, uh, five black dudes, as he said, didn't see this girl and a guy getting into it come over to try to back her up because she's a fucking girl. Yeah, so maybe they're like, wow, she's, this girl's attacking him. Let's, let's get, let's break let's this figure up. out what's going on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, you never know. Never yeah, know. Jinx, find me soda. So, like, it's basically ah. like, you can't, you can't say stuff like that while, and even if it's a roundabout way representing your company, your brand, even if it's just you, if there's other people giving you money or other people that are in charge of certain things, you're gonna get fucking fired. You have to you represent. Yeah, you have to be. You have to be a good representation or whatever. Yeah. What? It's just like the Duck Dynasty yeah. bullshit, and everybody was standing up for that guy. He said like, you know, he said terrible things about homosexuals, and then everybody yeah. was. You have the right to his opinion, yeah, but he's getting paid millions of fucking dollars uh, by TLC or yeah. whatever. He also, so came, he also ended up going back too. Yeah, and he's gonna get fucking fired. You you can't say shit like that. No, but he no he got suspended. He ended up coming back. That's fine. But, you know, and then everybody makes it, like, on Facebook, everybody makes it a deal. It's like, yeah, but he's a religious person, and so it's not a religious person. It's a bigoted fucking person. You can't say things about, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. Yes, when you're, no, when I you're in the public eye, you have to be... More careful? Yeah, you have to be very careful, and you have to be able to control yourself. And I understand that people have moments where they where they lash out, and they, yeah. and, and they have that moment where you can't... You, you just don't hold back, and you unleash what you're really thinking. But, I mean... And he has like hundreds of thousands of followers too. You can't yeah, think you're gonna get away with yeah, that. Yeah, no, I don't think he. I think he was just. He'll he'll be back on the show just like I miss is back on the show now. Well, he'll be, he'll they, be they are. They're right now. They're they're working on a uh, a show that should debut at the end of the month. Yeah, they're um, gonna be so fine. That, it's just that quick. He's gonna have his own show on another, of course on another network that's a rival of the one that he was on, or whatever the situation. Was it's well, right now. And uh, uh, the uh the, the the original cast, which also stars Jim Norton, they are gonna continue on with the opening Anthony show without Anthony Cumia. Uh, simply because they're contractually obligated, and Anthony Cumia gave his blessing, saying, "Guys, there's no ill will. You want to continue on with the show? That's perfectly fine. You'll go ahead, and I'll do my things." He said, "Fuck Sirius Satellite Radio. I'm gonna go ahead and do my thing." How do you get fired from Sirius? Yeah, you can say whatever tough, the fuck huh? you want on Sirius. Okay, Stern's still now job, right? let's get to that. Now, in my opinion, let's start with the facts here. If this was said on terrestrial radio. He would have definitely gotten fired. Well, yeah. Do I think he should have gotten fired if he said this, said this representing uh, Sir, uh, terrestrial radio? Yes. Like 98.9. Yeah, like oh, FM radio, AM radio. Like okay. Yeah. However, considering this is serious XM radio. Because they're not fault, they're not under the same uh, jurisdiction. It's a pay to listen to this This shit. is different. What is it? The uh, FDA, not the FDA. Um, the FCC. 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 Yeah, yeah they don't. This follow is a the same different. Pro- this is a different protocol. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Because okay. it's paid for. It's like having. Yeah. It's like. It's like having HBO for your car. Correct. I think every comedian has that moment where they say something really stupid. They've all bombed on stage. They've said something possibly racist or just dumb in general. Every comedian has. Some of them apologize. Some of them haven't. 
I know Jay Moore uh, recently apologized about the the joke. It was actually a joke we made about he made about Alyssa Milano calling her. He didn't he called her fat, but he was a joke. He said he would never apologize again, ever. Joan Rivers was uh, recently grilled for supposedly uh, calling uh, Michelle Obama a transgender. Joan Rivers is one of the smartest comedians ever. Michelle and Obama she, is so pretty compared to I love Michelle Joan Obama. Richards. But yeah. she didn't but Joan Rivers did not back Joan down. Rivers, However, yeah. Joan Rivers is not She's on bitch. satellite radio. I'm so like you ever watch those Joan Rivers? Yeah. I hate that fashion but what's, show. Let's break fashion down yeah, let's break down to the point here. Yeah, sorry. This was done by somebody who works for Sirius Satellite Radio. Do I think he should have been fired? No. I don't. However, should he have chosen his words more carefully? I understand that Twitter is a loaded gun. Dan Patrick said that many a times. Twitter is a loaded gun. All you have to do is point and shoot it. And when it comes to race, it's very, very dangerous. However, in this day and age, with all the political correctness and all the watch what you say and the chaos and all the other problems that are surrounding this world right now, I cannot use the term outraged. I cannot be upset at him for having to deal with this in an emotional moment. The fact is he had, he was taking pictures. Yes, he was beat up by a woman of color. All right. Did he take his comments too far? Yeah, probably. But then again, I've taken many comments too far. I've said many stupid things. I've done many stupid things. The guys sitting in front of me have said many stupid things. I understand what you're saying about Sirius Radio because they do have more leeway. But at the same time, does Sirius Radio Radio have sponsorships? They have sponsorships, and here's the problem with that. Because the Anthony Cumia fan base is so large, this could cost Sirius around $3 million a year in sponsorships due to the boycotts, the, the fan base leaving. This is Here's the thing. You can't win either way. When, no, you, you can't, can't keep here's the, here's the kicker. When Aflac fired Gilbert Godfrey for the tsunami comments, okay? <laughs> he did make a joke about the tsunami. Okay, right. here's the thing. When they fired him... Uh, they were expecting outrage. They basically, what they did was they fired Gilbert Godfrey so they could, so for someone cheaper. This is not about outrage. This is not about politics. It's yeah, always about there. sponsorships and money. Yeah, the fact it the, is. The it fact is. of the matter is, the like you brought this up the other day, I'm sorry. The fact, of the, ma- the fact of the matter is, they were never going to lose any sponsorships. They were never going to lose any fan base. At the worst case scenario, Anthony would be like, look, the most important thing you can do is acknowledge if you, if you think you've said something stupid and be like, listen, I got it out of the line. I was emotional. I don't like being beat up by a, by a prostitute, no matter what race she is. Now, did he come out? Has he apologized? Well, here's the thing. It all happened so fast, there was no time for turnaround. But Sirius, there's been time now. We Sirius, who is but, Sirius Satellite Radio, who has oddly enough butted heads with some of the largest uh, comedic personalities out there, this could cost them dear. This could cost them dearly, and Sirius is not the uh, type of company that should be messing around with uh, this type of political correctness. Considering they are ones that that are the home, they are the home to Howard Stern, who the biggest and controversial figures on radio. But at the same time, the, they they basically can't win because I understand there's going to be people, like I said earlier, that are going to take his side. I get that, but at the same time, you can't not fire him. I think you can. I think you can keep him. Yeah, and I think yeah, you should keep know, him. No. I think, you I think there him. are people out there. Here's the thing. Yeah, he's a hothead. But apparently he is he is rather responsible. With Twitter, not so much. Did he say things that were out of line that were possibly racist? 
Yes. I would have to say, yeah. However, is he a racist person? No. I've met racist people. Anthony Cumia is not one of them. I come. I I've. I, I was born in Florida. Spent a lot of time in New York City, and I went to high school up in northern New Hampshire. I know what racist people are. Okay, I know people that are honest, and that's the one thing that's I'm missing. From Missouri, I know what racist people. Are. Okay, he's not racist. He said some things that were stupid. I think he should be given another chance, another opportunity. And he will. He will get another. You just, just said he's going to have another show coming out in like a month. I can't justify in this world taking the job away from somebody. I can't. He's getting another one. That's the problem. That's what's wrong is that is that he fucked up somewhere and yet somebody else is willing to grab him up no matter what. That's 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 just kind of how shit works out with in, in with this kind of stuff. It's like like I know this isn't the same situation, but like look at when Charlie Sheen had that whole falling out with CBS. The meltdown. He went out yeah. a meltdown and well, who picked him up? FX picked him up for a show right away. It's the same thing. It's like. He gets. They knew that by firing him, they were they're they're proving a point. They're saying we're not gonna we're not gonna tolerate this type of action, and they knew that if they fired him, somebody else would pick him up, and that's exactly what's happening or going to happen. So in a way, what? But from this, does he, does he learn anything? Does he does he understand that what he did was wrong, or does he think that oh, I can just do it and get another job someplace else? That's kind of what I'm thinking about. But yeah. To make a decision so quickly as to firing Anthony Cumia, I think that's wrong. That, that, you have that to happens. It's like, it's like, sorry, but like either you make it too quick or you make it or you, or you don't make it quick enough. You know what I mean? I think that's where that's that's always going to happen. And one thing too about <clears throat> when he said, uh, like, I, I've spoken to people about this, and they said. Yeah, well, he's responsible because he didn't draw the gun he had on and things like that. Yeah, thank well, God. congratulations—a girl slapped you and you didn't shoot her. Who gives a shit? Like, you're not—you're not, you're not going to win an award because you didn't shoot somebody. Like, it's a good point. I understand that. Like, okay, what if he yeah, hit her could, back? Like, what would that? What, what would that? What, that what would, would the situation all, be then? They, that means he would—he he would be in the same situation he is now. He'd yeah. be out of if, a job. If he, if he hit her back and then didn't say anything on Twitter. Would he? Would yes. We still be talking about this, and would he still have been fired? Yes. Probably. Yes. But that because he not I just level one. Instead, so instead of, of doing physical abuse and retaliation, he did verbal, verbal abuse, abuse yeah. and retaliation. Either way, he still would have been fired. And I, I just love the fact though that people yeah. bring up like, well, he didn't, he didn't, he had a gun, he didn't do anything. Well, great. Like he had enough restraint not to shoot somebody. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's, just, whatever. I don't know. Uh, I, I, I think that was. I, I basically see that you had the right to say what you want. But you're going to get fired for it, and he's got to know it. This happened in New York, right? Yeah. Yes. What, what are like the self-defense laws in New York? Like, if, if he had shot her, if he had he, shot her, would it that would've... be considered like, dude? If he had shot her, his life would be over. Right. Yeah. But like, even in self-defense, like I know some states, like, it wouldn't just on your property. There has to be right? a certain amount of, and, and you can defend yourself. Mark, there has to be a certain amount of self-defense up well, until what, and yeah, up until term- a, a lady slapping yeah. you. Bro, that's what I'm asking. Lethal. Yeah. He makes a comment like that. Well, no. He okay. would have to no, because Mark. Here's the here's the actual. Jur- here's she the had actual, like a fucking crowbar or yeah. something. Yeah, you have you have to you would have to appear in front of a judge and say, I, "I feared there was no doubt in my mind that my life was in imminent danger. I was going to die. If, if you I do not say to. that and you right. do not truly believe it, you are going to jail." No, I understand that, but by him saying she's lucky I didn't shoot her or something like that, so does he think it's okay to, sh- to shoot somebody if they're attacking him? That's kind of what I'm asking. Um. 
Yeah, it sounds, sounds like, it. like it. Yeah, it is your legal right if you do feel unsafe in a certain environment. And, and However, I don't want to get into guns. I don't want to get into no. either. I, I, I fucking I fucking hate guns. But I was just asking about that because like, I felt like no. this... I have plenty of family members that have guns, like my brother's family. You know, like they all, yeah. I, right. But I fucking. Hate I mean, them. no. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know what the laws are. I mean, I know you, if you have, you have a firearm registered, you know, sometimes you have to keep it concealed. Sometimes you don't. Yeah. I mean, it all depends on the state. I don't know, man. It's it's just basically I. It's an unfortunate incident. I kind of get what – I understand why he got fired, and yes. I think it's justifiable. Yeah. That's that's just me. I understand that. I, however, don't believe he should have been fired. Um, I do – I have a big heart when it comes to giving people other chances. So that being said, I'm not the biggest fan of Opie and Anthony. I do, however, love Jim Norton. I think he's a riot. Uh, sometimes comedians say things just to get your attention in the crowd. However, this was not a crowd. This was online ranting. I personally think, just to get it out of the way, if this had gone better, go back a week or so. Be like, listen, I got into a confrontation with some broad. I said some stupid things. Look, I'm not a racist person. However, your emotions get the best of you. And the way you were raised and the environment you live in, sometimes you say stupid shit. For that, I'm sorry. I try to do the best I can with what I have. But to take someone's job away from them, to take someone's livelihood away from them, I can't sit here in all my pre-shaved glory and justify sitting here in my little soapbox and saying, you should lose your job. I can't do that. The That's only... not my thing. I don't I don't run this company. I can't say that. Yeah, but you're not his boss. If you were his boss, you would have to make that decision. Yeah. And if you're going to Well, fired, his boss is about to realize him. that the uh, army of uh, Opie and Anthony fans and the sponsors that back that, he's about to learn an even more valuable lesson when he starts losing sponsors. You know, he's even more dangerous than their fans. Fucking parents, moms and shit. They're going to get pissed. Hey, I just want to point out one thing too what you just said. Is, reminds me of something that I brought up a couple weeks ago with Jonah Hill said the gay slur to the yeah, person and yeah. what did he do? He came out on TV and he's like, look, he, he was like, I don't want to be funny here. People are laughing and he basically almost started crying. He apologized. He owned up to it, said he had no excuse and he apologized for it. And he explained why he was hurt that the person said things to him and he wanted to hurt him in a certain way. He came out and apologized for it. Right. And that's understandable. Like that, to me. But he didn't go out on Twitter. And yeah, and really bash somebody. Exactly. So it was, it no, was he was like, no, but he was caught on video. He was right. caught on video. And it was like yeah. a one. I mean, to me, that's a little bit different. Than it is a little bit different, but I'm just saying he handled it much better than Opie did. He was, but he had some time to take care of it. Yeah, but exactly. This, yeah, but Opie had time to actually go home, or do something else and then tweet it out afterward. <clears throat> he had time to think about it and he was still angry about it. Exactly. Well, here, and here's when the thing. Jonah Hill had time to think about it and realize, he probably didn't realize instant, instantly that he was like, oh crap, I can't believe And he seems like, that. he he seems like a pretty sensitive fella too. Like Jonah yeah. Hill is a more, he's a more sympathetic looking uh, person. Yeah. And, and, the he way is he's... A, and he is a very sensitive and emotional person. Exactly. He's also a very damn funny person. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Cumia doesn't look as, uh, puppy dogish and the as things jo of, as jonah hill and does. the things out of his mouth don't sound this isn't the first time he said racial things i mean and plus jonah hill is jonah hill you generally only see when he's doing press junkets for movies opie and anthony they're on the radio every day exactly i wasn't trying to say the exact same thing but i understand what you're I understand yeah kind of how you're it just reminded me of the situation i just believe that 
there are ways to go about things without having to cost somebody their job. Yeah, but like you're, I feel like you're kind of. I'm not I, taking. I, 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 I can't. I, don't know. I, I feel you're, like you're blaming the radio station for firing him when it would ultimately he's the. I'm one not blaming anybody. It. It's like they they have an image, and when and when you're when you're in the public eye, you're expected to act a certain way. Let's, I think that's kind of where they justify their. Let's their, say their that him, so. that okay, we don't get any money, but let's say Joe that we're representing positive sarcasm. I came out and said something horrendous, whilst representing them. You would either have, and let's say we actually had people that have a backlash, but like <laughs> you know, th- there would be a backlash on it, like a bunch of emails. It I can't would believe be, what Shane said. It would be your responsibility to fire me. You know what I'm saying? Would it? Yeah, because yeah, you're the one that's in charge of your brand. It's your site. Wouldn't I talk, sit down and talk about it first? Well, probably. Wouldn't I, I want to understand depends, where you were coming who, from? But who, who doesn't say depends. they didn't do that? They probably did yeah, that too. Mark, exactly. Shane, I know you guys pretty well. Yeah. I've, I've known you guys for over five years. Seven. I know you, Shane. Shane, you have a little bit of a liberal heart. You come <laughs> I from do. The, you come from the Midwest. I'm sweet. All right. A lot of the things you say... A lot of them are a lot of them are, are passive aggressive and mildly joking. Mildly? The only thing I said that you've ever said that I went like oh, I kind of ooh, looked at my head is on. when you screamed. Don't, at, wait, is don't. when you no shut up is when you screamed He's at that, so comfortable. So. Is when you screamed at that old lady to go back to her own fucking state. I didn't explain that very well, by the way. Here's the thing you didn't. She need... she started yelling at me first. You don't have to. Let's not get into Okay, she started yelling at me no, first. We're not talking. You're not on, you're not on the stage. Okay, no. <laughs> Shane, you're not a racist. No, if I'm you not. said something stupid. I did it. Though. I would not fire you from the podcast. I know that because I know who you are. Yeah. Okay. You're you're a nice person. You're overly friendly, especially when you've been drinking. Let's say that you have millions of dollars on the line Let's because say, people are yeah. saying they're going to take that away from you. Hey, you know what? Let's say when we have millions of dollars, million. we'll cross that bridge. We'll talk we, about it then. We'll cross that bridge. When, when we, we have millions of dollars and I have a drug problem, we'll talk about it then. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. When I have a when I have a Corey <laughs> in my case, I'll talk about it. But here's right. the th- here's the thing. <laughs> We are a very overly reactionary society. And if you said something stupid, we would address it. Yeah. And then we would address it on air if it was that bad. And if I didn't think it was that bad, I would just move it aside and keep moving. Mark, you are a very emotional You, on the other hand, person. fuck you, Mark. You are the, you are the person who throws the PlayStation What's controller. What's the worst thing Mark ever said? I'm just okay. kidding. I'm no, I, I, I don't do that hey, anymore. No. You guys are uncomfortable because I'm putting you on the spot. I'm not uncomfortable. I don't throw PlayStation controllers anymore. That's behind me. <laughs> anymore. <laughs> Did it say, like twice. Say you threw that PlayStation yes, controller and you happen to hit a black lady. Oh, no, God. no, we're not. Right. No. We had, we had a very grown-up conversation. Let's, let's just end it. Yeah, let's just we end it. Good, we're good. We're good. Right, guys, okay. listen, Everything is good. The fact of the matter is, we had a good if you said something stupid, we take our time, we go about it the right way. We don't make rash decisions. Okay? Regardless we of sponsorship. Yeah, because yeah. you know what? When Pepsi leaves, there's always Coca-Cola. Pepsi will never leave. I give them all my money. Yeah, I like Coke better, though. So. Fuck yeah. you. Listen. Let's take a break. But I, th- I thought yeah. that was a good grown-up conversation, and we handled that well. Second chances, baby. Out second back. chances. <laughs> Speaking of second chances, uh, we'll come back with a Stamps.com and a uh, birthday game.
Tell me about it. Joey, do you like going to the post office? Lately, I don't feel like doing anything. Stan, going to the post office is definitely not one of them. So, Sizzle. listen, going to the post office can suck. Can. Be a total time waster. And for a guy like me, who's trying to get awesome again, uh, stamps.com is definitely the most easiest, convenient way for individuals and businesses to manage all their mailing needs. Boy, this, this promo code sucks right now, but you know what? I'm going to pull through. Over 400,000 individuals and businesses already use stamps.com to manage their mailing needs. You can print USPS approved, print USPS approved postage right from your PC. Use stamps.com postage to send letters, packages, and even priority mail. Stamps.com virtually eliminates trips to the post office. Sign up for stamps.com now and get an $80 offer that includes free postage and digital scale. Stamps.com offers a free, a four-week no risk trial for all new customers. I was bound to screw up one sooner or later. So quit wasting your lunch hour at the post office. Simply go to positivesarcasm.com and find the stamps banner in the sponsors page. Uh, we're gonna do the birthday game real quick. Uh, but Shane, you had some. You want to talk about something real quick? Yeah, I got random news that isn't really big news. Um, oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I know, right? I'm sure people are pumped now. Yeah, I'm pumped. I'm pumped about it. Fuck hey, people. Hey, put the on the bottom thing there. What Thank just you. happened? Oh, water. Yeah. Hey, so anyway, guys, um, it was released today through an interview on uh, MTV.com that uh, Batgirl is getting a uh, new creative team um, for writers and uh, artists, and they've redesigned Batgirl, and there's going to be a new series of uh, Batgirl comics coming out. And she's like a college girl in this one, oh, yeah? and she's got like a like a leather jacket, and like she's wearing like yellow uh, Doc Martin boots, and like kind of gives her like an indie hipster vibe kind of oh, thing. So it's like the female version of Smallville. Kinda, yeah. It's 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 kind of cool looking. Though. I'll look it up while we're talking about it for no reason. Oh. Uh, but I also saw that there is a new version of uh, Hellboy coming out also. Yeah, it's it's gonna be Hellboy's like uh, first comic book. You mean? Yeah, it's gonna be his first like mission. Yeah. So when he first got, I, I haven't seen those movies, but like you when should he, watch those movies. I I like both. Of them. But when he first got drafted or whatever, it's like his first, uh, you know, it's interesting mission out there. Um. But yeah. Anyway, the, the, it looks pretty sweet, man. I'll have to try to find the. You should, uh, yeah. Scope those Hellboy movies and then uh, read the comics. Um. So also, while I'm wasting time, I want to report that um, I'll be giving. A bit of a um, summary of a few concerts I'm going to this week. Uh, Josh Ritter is an awesome singer-songwriter originally out of Idaho. Um, now he's located in Brooklyn because Idaho, Idaho because all peop- everybody in the fucking world's located out of Brooklyn now. Um, and yeah, he's a great, talented singer-songwriter. And then also on Wednesday, I'm going to another new uh, free concert uh, of a band called Lone Bellow. Guess where they're located out of? Brooklyn. 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 Um, but yeah, they, they have... Where's the next one at? Uh, Portsmouth. Um, Prescott oh. Park on Wednesday. Right on, you said that. Yeah, and uh, they have a really good series coming up this year because they got uh, her coming up, or them coming up on Wednesday, and then also they have um, Houndmouth coming out next week also, and they are not from Brooklyn. But here is Batgirl's new outfit. <clears throat> oh, that, I thought it was going to be a lot different than that. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of sweet, though. Kind of back early. You gentlemen ready? Yeah. Oh, you know what? You know what? Since Shane's bringing a new shit, Let's like, do I, it. I, I caught uh, The Wolverine on Sunday night, just like randomly. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's cool. How was the uh, Wolverine? I don't know. 
Have you seen it, Joe? No, I have not seen it. I don't know. I wasn't. I don't know what it was. Yeah. How about this? How about this? What? We watch it. We sit down and talk about it. Ooh, I think we should because this X Men. Uh, we gotta get, we gotta get to the bottom line of this X Men shit. So I and by the way, that. the the X Men days of I know Joe. Days of Future you Past. Move past. It's okay. I want to watch that too. The days of Future Past. The preview we saw at the beginning of the movie last night. Yeah. I was like, holy really shit, good, that movie right? looks awesome. Yes. Like I had no interest in that movie until no. they. That, well, you have to watch first class, and then you can watch. That was the in depth. The trailer I just saw trailer. last night was badass. Yes. Yes. Like they're sending Wolverine back to stop them from. That yeah, was cool but that's as what shit. I can't figure out, does the Wolverine take place before this movie? I don't know, but that was fucking it? cool. The Wolverine takes place after X Men Three: The Last Stand. Can we possibly do yeah. a huge turnabout next week, though? And and I know it's I brought up a movie. A couple Name your weeks. suggestion. We should. We should. Next we should. week, I wanted to know if maybe we could watch Grand Budapest Hotel because I've been waiting to watch that of course for a long we can. time. Yeah, absolutely. Let's, yeah, so let's say Red, Red Box next All right, Tuesday. Let's say we're going to watch that this week and we're talk about it next podcast. That'll okay. be our movie for next. I like week. Wes Anderson. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Let's like, do that. Let's we'll set it up every podcast going forward. What we're going to watch. And I tweeted out as well. Life Aquatic tweeted. for the win. Set it up. Joey, say your suggestion. No. I'm s- <laughs> Grand Budapest this next All right. podcast. All right. Watch Here's it, the, watch it, fools. Here's the rules for the birthday celebrity birthday game. Oh, say it's <laughs> game. Two hints. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> maximum of two hints per celebrity. Yep. Once you say your name, you got ten seconds. Yep. Okay. You have a stopwatch? Nope. No, you don't need one. I got two phones right here. So oh, I'm asking you. Yes. No, I got it. All right. <laughs> Are you guys ready? You say your name. No. And you give me the answer. Where you going? Hey, put your put your shorts back on, buddy. We need a light? There's no reading material here. All right. Here's the first clue. Let me sit in my new recliner I got for $3. It's brand new, huh? It's pretty sweet. Goodwill. All right. First clue, gentlemen. Actor. Actually, that doesn't even, technically doesn't even qualify. I'll just throw it out there. Or is it an actress? Cecil. <laughs> the Jersey Shore. Shane. The situation. No. Mark. Snooky. Second clue. Polly D. Wait for the second clue, asshole. It's Polly. Tell me the name Polly. Situation's birthday was like, is in July though. So here's the second that. clue. DJ. Polly. Shane. Mark. Polly. Polly D. Mark takes the point. Yeah, oh, you, you can say your name, dude. This is answer. stupid. Yeah, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> so stupid. You're lucky I gave you the answer. Once I said, here's the second clue. That would have been my next guess. There's only like three people on that show. I know the name. Oh, Here we go. Actress. Lucky one, Smush Mush. Actress. <laughs> Jersey Shore. Casino Royale. Hmm. Mark. Ava Green. Polly D was 34. Ava Green yes. is 34. Wasn't that Hitler's girlfriend? Hey. Sizzle. That's Ava Braun. Oh. Sizzle. ABA. Sizzle. Alright. Two nothing mark. Keep that shit in your face, alright? Okay. Oh, by the way, hey, thanks, uh, Sopel, for checking out an episode last week. Um, oh, he did? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I hope he keeps listening. Thanks right. for subscribing. Here's a two part. Sarah, thanks for subscribing. Here's a two part uh, hint. Don't you fucking get up on that mic. Dude, he's close <laughs> enough. Jesus Christ. Cameo. I gotta be ready. 40 year old virgin. Shane. Oh. Fuck, I don't even know if he's in it. Will Ferrell. No. Mark. 
Mark. Billy Armstrong. No. Billy Lee Armstrong. Second clue. Billy Joel Armstrong. Here's the second clue. Billy <laughs> <Haley> Joel Osmond. <laughs> Ride along. Shane. Kevin Hart. 35 today. Oh! Oh, 40-year-old virgin. Fuck, I was thinking of... This is 40. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Two, two to one. Here's here's this is the politician category. Here's the first clue. Boner. U.S. president. Oh shit. Shane. Bill Clinton. No. Oh. Mark. And Obama. Ed Obama. <laughs> Ed Obama. I don't know. It's one of the Obamas. I, I don't. I think it's one of the. I think it's his daughter's birthday. But I don't know her name. All right. Here's the second clue. Did you ever see that thing on Facebook where the girl tweeted out? I just said out, Obama. The, the girl tweeted out, and she's like, "Guys, I don't even think. I don't think Obama's from from this country because we don't even know his last name." Oh my god. <laughs> All right. Here's here's, um, here's the second and final clue. You ready? To his inaugur- inauguration party, he wore cowboy boots. Shane. George W. Oh, good 68 one. 68 years old today. Thanks for fucking w. up the country. Moving on. All right. Whoa. Next fucking clue. That guy. Music. I voted for Ralph Nader. <laughs> what a waste <laughs> of a vote. <laughs> All right. The category is music. The hint is the Beatles. No. Mark. Mark. Ringo Starr. 74. Ah, because oh, I knew Paul's was a couple weeks yeah. ago. What's the score? We, we, we got him like last well, podcast. Well, see, Paulie D, Ava Green. Write it down. And George W. Bush. Yeah, and Ringo Starr. That's four to one. Is it four I got two. No, it's three to two. I got two. Oh, you got George, you got George W. and uh, Kevin two. Hart. Kevin three Hart. Three to me. Three to. Okay. Okay. Somebody write this down because we always lose You track. guys got I books? Pen. I got a pen. Do you have an iPhone? There's pens right there. I yeah, but my iPhone isn't. It really doesn't, huh? Yeah, that's too bad. Just mark off your thing. Well, you're, you're, the, you're the one doing it. You should yeah, keep a track there, buddy. Buddy. Hey, fuck you, buddy. I even made a column. That's your buddy, friend. Last week for mine, I made, I made two columns, an S and a J, and I checked off when everyone got it. I prefer B and J. That's good. <laughs> What's the score? That was so stupid. <laughs> Three, two, me. That was the dumbest joke ever. <laughs> I'll laugh Oh, hey, Sopo, if you're listening, that joke was for you. All right, here we go. When he listens. Next clue. Ready? (laughs) Yeah. Actor. Child actor. (laughs) Sexy. Dickie Bass. (laughs) (laughs) That's not the movie. Is it? The Mm. neck. The Karate Kid. Shane. Jaden Smith. Sweet 16. Yes! fucking know that loser i wanted to say ralph macchio yeah, i want to say elizabeth be... shoe and just think about her for oh, a minute yeah. next clue let's do this yeah. actor wild things oh there's so many wild things um is that a movie i'm gonna take a guess mark denise richards no. Oh. Um, I, just, I, just I said up. actor. Shane. Oh, God. Um, who, who was that, who was so that piece of shit? Who was actor. that guy? Five Actress. seconds. Dylan? No. Next clue. Mark. Kevin Bacon. 
Next clue. Oh, come on. Footloose. Shane, Kevin Bacon. That's how you got your first point, you asshole. Now we're even. Don't get so serious over here. We're supposed to be having fun. Hey, you know what? I got enjoyment out of that. I hope you guys learned your lesson. This is what we do. We go off topic. This is why we have 14 listeners. Can we make a rule where Joey has we to wear a shirt? We have way more than that, dude. Can we, make a, can we make a rule where we don't fucking say actress or actor because... Like, no, because that helped me out week, earlier on the Last week, D. you got pissed about that. And this week, it's, it's kind of like... The, technically... I think it's good to do. It's not, it's technically, we're, we're being I sexist. think it's good. I think it's sexist, sexist by saying actress and actor. They're all the same. Meryl Streep's no, an actor. No, it puts you in a mindset. So if you know you're looking for so a man or a woman... So you know I agree with him. Right. Okay. I, I just think we shouldn't be. I just think we shouldn't get mad about it. But I I'm agree. not mad about it. I just, I just. I'm not saying you just, are. What do you mean? You just got mad about it. No, you were mad about it last. Hey, hey, week. you were pissed about it last. You week. were. You mad, bro? Hey, you mad, bro? Come at me, bro. I'm not mad. Right. I just. Hey, get your game face on. This one's. The, you mark. Be ready. <laughs> I'm trying to have fun. Think about that hipster couple at the ready? grocery store. You're busting yeah, in that right? too. Yeah, that's yeah. Guy. Category is actor. 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 Meryl Streep. Man, is that, does that mean it's a man then? <laughs> All right. Here's the first clue. <laughs> the Da Vinci Code. Shane. Thomas Hanks. 58 years old. I don't think it's Tom Hanks. Mark. Tom okay. Hanks. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Thomas J. Hanks, but I didn't know what his middle name Did you snort some coke there, bro? Come at me, bro. No, I'm just mad because I'm down, what, <laughs> four to three? Victory. Actress Tom. slash... Slash. Musician. First Slash. clue. People versus Larry Flint. Shane. Oh, I don't know. Who the fuck that is. Courtney Love. She turned fifty. Was she in that? Uh, I didn't know I it guess is. so. What are you up now? Six. I don't know. That's, five, four. That's Josephine. Seven to three. Seven to three. Six two. Want to hit you? No, excuse me. Six to three. Yeah, you're right. Six, Six to three. three. Oh, like that's eating better. I'm done. Fucking killing you. I'm I'm now done, I'm ready, Quay. I'm done. I'm done. Ready? Six to three. Okay. Actress. Modern Family. Mark. Sophia Vergara. Four, 42 years old. I don't know else in that fucking show. How old are her breasts? <laughs> Not old Three. enough. <laughs> no, her ass. She was talking about her ass. Really? Oh, man. She tweeted that. This got sexy. Remember that picture bit. of her ass she tweeted out like a year ago? I did? Yeah, you were like, remember? You were like, I thought you showed it to me. Sophia Vergara. Maybe I showed it to you. I don't know. A year ago seems like a long ways away. How right. about the girl from... Ed. Next clue. The blonde girl on front of him. Musician. Nobody cares about that shit. Fucking hate you. Fuck you. I mean, I'm mad now. Here's so. the clue. Rap star Shane. Tony Romo. Shane. Um, oh. Jessica Simpson. 34 years old. Yes! Oh. That is my favorite breakup story of all time. She was yapping in his ear about his birthday party and what she wanted it to be. He pulls up to an IHOP, drops her off, and drives off. What's the score? Tony Romo Seven is the man. Seven to four. I have a chance, but it's going to be Ready? a slim Don't chance. Ready? Next clue. Like, the next six in a row. Good story. This one might be it's a little... It's a fucking great story. Sizzle. Think hard for this one, okay? Actress. The Office. Shane. Uh, I don't know what happened to anybody's name. This is like all, this, Stop is this, talking, start thinking. Is this where you guys tell me... Mindy Kaling. No. This all, it was all a big joke in Jenna <laughs> Mark, Shane just said... Told me to say Jenna Fisher. So that's what I'm going with. But it's probably not her. No. Who else is on that? Oh, what's her face? Well, Angela's on it, and so is fucking... Yeah, but I don't know any of their real names. Next clue. Her character is the same name as a real name. Shane. 
Angela. No, it's um. Phyllis. Yeah. So somebody. Who the s- fuck would know that, Joe? Mark Phyllis. But you got to know her last name. I don't know her last fuck name. Fuck that. We said the two famous people on there. All right. Well, then, then nobody, <laughs> nobody gets the point. You guys got mad at one. me when I when I said a uh, fucking. Uh, I sat behind Grace her at a Connor? concert. Grace Connor? Yeah. I said that to Sobel and goes. I got yelled at for doing Mike Tyson last week. Okay. So, so, Joe, can we stick to actual actors, please? Hey, for can the you next not week? hit the fucking table? Can we stick to actual actors? I said that to Sobel and I go. I sat behind her at a concert. He goes, Grace Potter. I was like, somebody fucking listens to my right. story. Yeah, Sobel's your best bud. Sobel, nice job. Hi, Sobel. You have every opportunity to get back in this game, Mark. Now focus. Next so clue. What was the answer? Phyllis Smith. Oh, yeah, because I was going to fucking say that, too. Smith's a in last name, too. It's like <laughs> most common. Next clue. Most deaf and common. Category <laughs> is music. The band is Bon Jovi. Mark. Richie Sambora. 55 years old. Oh, that was a good guess. I just, hold on, I did fist bump because I was just touching my feet. You don't want to touch that. Sometimes I just feel like I'm living on the prayer, you know? I'm just halfway there. Seven. Oh, bad medicine. It is seven to five right now. How many are there? There's three left. Ooh. Ooh. We'll, we'll do them all for fun, even if I get one bonus. We have to do them all. Actor slash comedian. The clue. J-E-L-L-O. Mark. Bill Cosby. 76 years old. Boy, you got your game face on real quick there, Marcus. Yeah, because I remember those fucking commercials when I was a kid. <clears throat> J-E-L-L-O. Now we're fucking now we're fucking things. Alright. <laughs> Here we go. Actress is the category. The movie is Avatar. Shane, Sigourney Weaver. No. Fuck! Mark. Zoe Saldana. No. Here's the next clue. Motherfucker. Next clue. Wait for the next clue. Hold on, hold on. No, keep going. The clue is The Fast and the Furious. Oh, my God. Mark. Michelle Rodriguez. 35 years old. Did you see how the internet... I knew watching Fast and the Furious would come in handy one day. Did you guys see how the internet exploded because she was making out with Zac Efron this week? I've made out with Zach Ruffin before. <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah. Like in real life or in a movie? Yeah. FTW, gentlemen. What? For the win. Oh. Was it all tied Duh, up? Oh, for the all win. all tied up or no? Yeah. I've mentioned this guy before. What? Pay attention. Here it is. Categories actor. The movie. Take me home tonight. Mark. No, it's not that. Fuck. Ten second runoff. You're at seven seconds. Oh, yeah. Do you remember who he said? I don't remember. You got it. Shane, Chris Pratt? No. God damn it. <laughs> you don't remember Riff Raff? Second. You can't be Chris Pratt. You gave a clue on that. You're Second clue. Oh, yeah. Second clue. <laughs> Category is nice. actor. Put that phone away. Hey, cheating. look. It's Grace Potter. That's her dog anyway. That 70s show. Shane, Topher. Topher Grace. No, it's not. It's that random dude that he said earlier. He was like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's in that movie. I was like, who the fuck is that? No, it's Topher Grace. Oh! For the win! Sometimes I just bleed excellence. Uh, you, you mean bleed guessing? <laughs> Pull that one out of your ass. Hey, why don't you fucking cry about it make next week's list? All right, I gotta Topher go Topher Grace. Loser. I like Topher Grace. You would. What was that movie called? Uh, 
Win a date with Josh Hamilton. <laughs> Tad Hamilton. He wasn't in that. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Fuck you. He was, actually. See, that's just how that's just how memorable an actor All right. is. We'll finish up with my situation uh, right after this, okay? Be back, folks. Take me home tonight. subscribing this week uh, we had a lot going on uh, also you can find us uh, at POS sarcasm on Twitter also facebook.com slash positive sarcasm most of my damage is done during Twitter of course though uh, wanted to uh, wrap up real quick um, the uh, build a better man project uh, I'm s- for the first time in my life I'm actually shaven it is a weird feeling uh, I can attest to that because he walked around my apartment wearing only underwear taking pictures of his shaved legs well I have to it's kind of Every Friday, I have to take progress photos and send them to my trainer so that they can uh, watch my body fat content, whether it's going up or down, whether my muscles are coming out proportionate. All this, all this stuff, all this stuff is extremely important. And when you pay a trainer, you do what he says. Uh, this is only week, cl- the closing of week three. I, in, in as far as we're, I mean, I still got another ten to twelve weeks to go before my first event in Maine. I mean, imagine the difference uh, between now and then. But, I mean, I'm tired. I'm getting, I'm getting a little more sleep. But the meals are really starting to mess with me. My trainer said, listen, you're going to be tired. You're going to be uncomfortable. You're going to be cranky. You're going to be hungry. You're just going to have to learn to accept this and deal with it if you want to be able to get on stage and look your best and possibly place. Um, and this is this is t- coming from a guy who literally just won two trophies a couple weeks ago, so it is in my best interest to be listening to him. The meal plan seems to be working. The training seems to be working. I'm down to under seven percent body fat right now. However, I'm going to be going up against guys who have way less than that. The process has been very interesting. The motivation has been coming from all different avenues. Sometimes it's hope. Sometimes it's anger. Uh, sometimes it's just your trainer telling you, okay, this is the number you have to reach. Hit that number, and then we'll go back and do another set. This is, it's not an easy task, and I have to be honest, after a few weeks, it's not a cheap one either. Investing in the right trainers, eating the right food, packaging all that shit up the night before so you don't have to scramble in the morning, weighing it all out, portioning it all out. It's a pain in the ass, folks. But I didn't start this website, at, uh, you know, I didn't want to be mediocre. I wanted this site to be great. I wanted the podcast to be great. That's why I spend a lot of time editing it, uh, working with these guys beforehand, getting notes down, watching movies, and what other stuff we deem important. You do put a lot of effort into it. He's been uh, editing next to me. It takes a long time to get done. Yeah. So, I mean, not only do I got I to listen to you two guys over and over, I got to listen to myself. Um you learn a lot through that process. But through this Build a Better Man project, there's a lot you learn as well. The amount, the amount of bullshit you can take mentally and emotionally while going through this. And my biggest concern is when the emotional part starts to hit. When your mind starts playing tricks on you and you start to break down 
a lot of competitors do have emotional breakdowns uh, weeks before the event, months before the event, because this is definitely a situation where you've you're going to be on stage in front of so many people, and you have to. When I'm posing, I'm right now we do posing practice, and it's in front of a mirror. When I'm up on, up there on stage, there's not going to be a mirror. There's just going to be people looking at me, most of them I've never met. So I have to come up with a plan to make sure that I get my poses down literally instinctually so that when I go up there, I don't, well, slip and fall on my ass per se. I mean, there's a, there's a lot to it, and I haven't, I have yet to learn it on that side of the stage. It's going to be difficult, but... I at least want you all to know that I'm putting 110% into everything that I do. And if I didn't going forward, I am doing that now. The uh, And I want you guys to see it all, well, without giving away any tips to my competition. I want you to see it on the webisodes that I put out weekly, the articles that I, the, the little blog pieces that I write out, because they can be, they can have little different tips of information. I'm on Twitter ch chatting with people with, like uh, like Austin Heckman who uh, I recommended some supplements to the other week. Uh, Mark, he's got he's got some busted shoulders. He asks me for some advice so he doesn't hurt his shoulders, but he still wants to get in shape. You know, uh, nutrition, saving money on, on, on supplements and things like that. Those is all important. I'm doing something that's completely insane, but what you have to do to, get, to make yourself better, you don't have to go through the stresses that I do. I'm compelled to do it for many different reasons. Some of them very personal. However, I do believe at the end of all this, when it comes down to the end of the year, it will be a completely different world for me. And maybe down the line, I'll turn this into some type of career on the side. I don't know. But I'm, th I'm, I'm almost 31 years old, and you know things like the office life or the retail life is not something I want to be a part of, not for too much longer. I want to make this brand bigger. I want these guys to have more you know, publicity and freedom and enjoy coming here and doing these podcasts all the time. And I don't know, just kind of give them the outlet that they deserve. But this whole project is, I hope it inspires at least one person to better themselves, if not only myself. Um, and then when it gets closer to stage time, you'll get more information about where, you know, what I'm going through. Uh, any other information I can provide as far as like I don't know if my if my head is spinning around or whatever I don't really know it's kind of weird it's kind of weird just talking about it in the first place because it's it's something that you would look at in the first place and you're like you know what's the point you just go up on stage and you show off your abs it's, it's a lot harder than that and I'm only in this for three weeks there's so much to it it's like I'm running a family of four and I'm only myself but to break it all down, the first competition, like I said, September 27th in uh, Scarborough, Maine. It's an, o it's an OCB event. You can go to bodybuildingtickets.com or you can just go to the website, positivesarcasm.com. There's a link there. It says official. Just click on that link right there. It's on the front page. That'll take you right to the ticket site. Tickets are $25, and that gets you, I believe, prejudging and the finals tickets. When the November 1st event in Boston is available, when those tickets are available, I will tweet out that information and I will talk more about it. Mark and Shane will be at the Boston event for prejudging and finals. And regardless of whether I place that night or not, 
you will see me in prejudging going on stage. And then at night, I will return again to go on stage. So you'll see me twice. If any of you want to say hello, please feel free. It's going to be a very tough night. But thankfully, it's not just me rolling down there. I got my podcast boys, and I also have about a half dozen other people that will be competing in the event as well. We're all going to be one big gang going down there. And I think that's what you need when you're going through times like this. You're trying to uh, achieve something as great as this, is you need support. It matters. So whether you're following me on Twitter, sending me emails, going to the event, doesn't matter. As long as you're saying, hey, you know, keep doing it, cool. Because next year I'm going to be doing a lot more of these. But uh, like I said, you can find us on Twitter, at POS Sarcasm. You can email us through the contact page at PositiveSarcasm.com. If you have no idea what I'm talking about, feel free to hit us up any way, shape, or form. Because like I said, this is all free form. I don't prepare any of this shit. I'm literally just doing what my trainers tell me. And uh, I don't question them, especially when I'm handing them money. But unless you guys have any final thoughts, I just want to wrap this up before I uh, I go and do some of my posing. Nope. Just remember tomorrow or uh, next week we got Grand Budapest Motel or Hotel or whatever it is. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. It's got to be a hotel. Today. We'll say hotel. All right, we'll go with that. Yeah, so it's out on Redbox. <laughs> so next Red week Box we'll Tuesday. do. Uh, next week we'll do the. We'll review the movie uh, Grand Budapest Grand Budapest Motel. We'll also do some entertainment news. And I believe I'll be. IMDb the title. And then, uh, who won this week as far as the birthday game? Shane. So I'll be responsible. For so you'll be responsible, and I'll be competing in next I week's birthday game. I since we started the whole competition. I was like kicking some ass when it was just Shane and I back in the you know early on, and now it's like. That's all right. But uh, I like to thank the sponsors, the people listening, um, anybody who's supporting me uh, through this event, especially you two guys. I appreciate it. It's gonna get a lot it, more. Man. It's gonna get a lot more emotional when it gets close to the event. This is, I'm literally taking an entire summer just to prepare for this. And this is literally from 5 a.m. in the morning to 11.30 at night. It's just completely focused on just doing this. So I hope I get a little bit of satisfaction out of it. I can't get no birthday game. Yeah. It's actually at the Grand Budapest Hotel. So Thanks for uh, Googling. Sorry, sorry, Thanks for Googling that, sorry, bro. Sorry, Ralph Fiennes. Anyways, I've rambled enough. I got a lot more shit to do. Not a creepy brother. I want to thank you guys all for listening. I'll hit up the web episode and the article will be up uh, by the end of this weekend. Um, like I said, hit me up on Twitter, at POS Sarcasm. Thanks, guys. This has been a positive sarcasm Later. presentation.